Hi, friends. I'm Chandra Sanchez. And I'm Misha Lazera. And you're listening to Bandwives. Hi, Misha. Hi. Oh, sorry. I'm gonna. No. no. I'm eating just like. Eat your snacks. Oh. Okay. You gonna make it? Plain old tortilla chips. That tortilla chip almost took you down. I know they're Trader Joe's ones. They're really good, but they're like sturdy, very sturdy. All right. Oh my gosh, Misha. Hello. 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 (laughs) Good morning. Oh yeah, it's so nice here. It's so nice here, too, and I'm trying to enjoy it instead of worrying about when it's going to flip. You're lucky. <laughs> You're lucky for the flip. I'm worried about when it's going to flip back to 90. It's going to be hot. I know it. I just know it's going to be hot again, so I'm just trying to enjoy it. Probably Halloween it'll be. Always. Uh, yeah, I remember growing up in Minnesota and just being really worried I would have to wear my coat over my costume because it ruined everything. It's like us every night going out. Please, please don't be jacket weather. Speaking of ruining outfits, that ballet core reformation email. I want everything. I don't know how we need someone to just hook us up. You know, I want the shoes. Reformation. I know. I saw it come through and I was like, I can't even open this because I'm emotionally unstable. I know. It's ballet. You should come here. Have you booked your flight? Uh, no, but I'm going to, I'm so close. I have like so many miles too. I might just like do it up, you know, just oh, fun. Yeah. Come early do to the up. airport, have some champagne, <sighs> be fancy on the flight. I don't know. I that day. I love that day. It sounds like a dream. Feels like self-care. It is. Should we, I guess we need to record. Yeah, we should. We should jump into this. I'm feeling sleepy. I only have one coffee. Ooh. Why? On purpose? <laughs> so I just thought, oh, I'll just have one, but now I'm like, holy shit. I won't eat any more chips. Oh, wait. No, eat your chips. Eat your chips. <laughs> Nourish yourself. I don't think they're very nourishing. <laughs> Sometimes it's emotional. So mm, did it, we, wanted to, <laughs> we wanted to talk about this article that we read, or that I read, or one of us read, and then you read basically an, the same article at a different we're source. Not, we're not recording yet, are we? I think we are, yeah. Oh, how did I miss that? Misha, we're recording. (laughs) What do you say? I think we want to record, though. I was like, yeah, okay. We mean get to the topic? Wait, are we? My gosh. Oh, we are. See, guys, just so you know how authentic. (laughs) I would not be eating these chips. (laughs) We were just shooting the shit around here. Catching up. We're doing both. You were hungry. I didn't want to deprive you of that. Oh my gosh. We're kind of professionals and yeah. mostly not. So what do people expect? I mean, this is just par for the course. You want the real, real, you know, you got to take the <laughs> chips too. Mm. Oh my okay. gosh. So, so do, you, do you need to pivot? Do you feel emotionally okay? Because we've been recording for the last 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I mean, I have a lot to say about friendship, 
But I feel like, I don't know. I wish we, you know, we could bring someone. If we would have like done a interview section mm-hmm. of like people on the street, if we had a real production, you know, like out there asking yes. people about this, because I would be curious to hear those perspectives of, but we could talk about the artist articles because I thought it was um really relevant to Charlotte where I live because people are constantly moving here. Almost no one I know is from here, grew up here. And so I feel like that definitely hinders friendship and keeping friends and making friends. So you, sure. you can introduce those articles while I finish my last chip. Okay, your chip and I'm going to read. So, okay. So the one that I found, um, and they're basically the same article, Misha's and mine, um, is from Women's Health and it's called The Paldemic. Sad and cute at the same time. Um, And it says, welcome to the friendship recession. The average 30-year-old has shed 4.5 friends since the start of the pandemic. Uh, But as swerving mate dates become a habit, our social stock is crashing and these bonds are vital for life. Is it time you started investing in your social life? Um, And the article basically goes on to say that um, people are tired and they just don't really have the energy or the mental space for maintaining friendships. Um, particularly mothers or people undergoing any sort of like fertility treatment or the pursuit of parenthood. And it's made me very sad because we obviously know the impact that friendships have, particularly female friendships for women and the importance of that in your life. There's even a quote that I texted to you this morning from the piece that is unsurprising. But it says women are more emotionally intimate with their best female friends than with lovers. And so, you know, it's like when you're in a space where you feel like you can't prioritize those things or you don't have a community, you're missing out on all of this beautiful intimacy and a space that you can share literally anything. Um, So I think, Misha, when you were saying that it would have been fun to do like an interview or have a third party on this is that you and I are both very into our friends. So maybe you're coming from the same place. Sometimes I have to say, Misha, you're married. (laughs) Go home. (laughs) Or like, I was going to go out with my friend Saturday. And I was like, all right, hold on. I stayed home. We rented a movie. You know, things like that. Because, um, yeah, my friends are a huge part of my life and everyday life, too. Not just, I mean... I have to ignore our text chain that is absolutely out of control. So half the time I'm texting my sister, who's part of my friend group, to tell me what's going on (laughs) in our lives, because it's always something we see each other every Thursday, usually one or two other times during the week. So it is real, real, real. And tell me, what do you find in that group of friends that you don't find in other aspects of your life? Well, and that's what what the the article points out is say for example you're married um not you know one person can't be everything it's not even fair to put that on your relationship and they can't always be for this isn't true to my relationship but for example they can't be your comic relief they can't be the comedian and so funny and the person who makes you laugh and also the person who understands your you know the spiritual side of you or the thing you know or your hobbies or your sports or you know like one person can't be so multifaceted it's really unfair to expect them to be and so it's it's just brings more fun more balance you know and more intimacy like you said 
into your life. And so, and not even one friend, right? So they say most, there was like a, since 1993 people, it was like 3% of people reported not having one close friend. Up to 2012, it was something like 15 for men and 10 for women, up to the most recent ones from this last year or two, which was like up to 35% or like 76% of people claimed they were losing friends quickly, you know? And so I found a similar article that was a little older from Women's Health that the title was, Are You Experiencing a Friendship Recession? It says data shows that people report fewer close friends than ever. And that is um, from December 2022. So I feel like they just freshened up the article. Mm -hmm. They posted it. But obviously, it's still trending, trending, unfriending, if you will. Yeah. Well, it's because every study they do is more more dire. Yeah. I wonder, the people they interviewed in, in this article were, a lot of them were sort of admittedly part of the problem. Um, you know, there was a quote from somebody along the lines of, my self-care is now the most important thing. And I can buy groceries online. I can shop online. <laughs> Misha, come here, Sanchez. This is why I need female friends. Oh, God. I did not see that coming. <gasps> see? You know what? You know who would never do that to me? You. <laughs> never. Never walk around in that creepy mask. Too scary. Too scary. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like, I, I get it. You, during the pandemic, we were given all this space to really exist and find our passions and hobbies and things that maybe we didn't even know we were into. Um, and then it's hard to give up that time. It's hard for people who now are so used to just like cuddling up and staying at home and they don't want to get dressed and like go out to a dinner with 10 women or whatever. It's, I can understand how it becomes a thing. And that's why I think in your friend group, you kind of need somebody who's the person who tells you to cut the shit and put your clothes on and like come out to the restaurant because otherwise it's easy if you're that type of person to kind of get, you know, comfortable being solo all the time. And that's not the healthiest thing. Yeah, I totally agree. And that's why the group aspect is important. I have one friend, Melissa, who is knows all the restaurants. She works for a beer company. So she's always out and about at the restaurants, the nicest ones, the newest ones. And so she makes the plans, makes the reservations. And then my sister tells me where to be and when. <laughs> and, you know, some of our other friends are like, well, you know, doing the roller skating or having a a, a fire at their house or you know and so I do feel like finding that dynamic group can bring such a balance it is hard though it is hard when you haven't showered as I've talked about a lot lately because I have a deadline coming up (laughs) and you're tired because you have kids and they have all kinds of activities and you want to get eight hours sleep and you don't want to spend go out and spend a hundred dollars on a group dinner you know or something like that so it's definitely I liked how they mentioned just incorporating your what's your your hobbies I don't know yeah I just think like one thing I've been wanting to do a few things for example is language actual language classes somewhere in public and then music lessons um and so I'm kind of thinking like oh those would be interesting places to meet the people who are interested in that or doing that you know with their lives or that's how they like to spend their time because that's those people sound hip to me they are they are lessons and and norwegian classes so i don't know i think there's if someone's listening and like oh but how do you make friends think like your weirdest interest i love that advice i was about to ask if we lay it out we're 40 year olds and you're trying to make a new friend 
what does that sort of look like? It can be intimidating sometimes to walk up to somebody at school and your kids are there and you're like, that mom looks like somebody that I could be friends with. What do you do? You feel like you're on a blind date. You know, hey, like, should we get together sometime and like have a cup of coffee and our kids can play, whatever it is. It's really nerve wracking. Like, I consider one of my greatest skills to be trying to make friends. Not not making friends, but trying. Um, Yeah. Because I love I love people and uh, I love to meet people and hear their stories and connect with them. And sometimes I feel that people who aren't that way can look at it and it and maybe feels inauthentic. Does that make sense? It's hard. Totally. Totally. It's hard. I was thinking about meeting two of my best friends here, both on the street, randomly. And one of them is more of an extrovert, but I met her in front of a restaurant and just that immediate kind of soulmate thing, you know, and you just click and you know, it's gonna, there's gonna be a connection. And then but my other friend, um, a tree fell on her house. This was forever ago, like 15 years ago. And when we moved to Charlotte, and we were driving by and just kind of asking if they were okay, they were not okay. They were <laughs> there. It was bad. And um, it was really stressful time in their life. She's like, you met me on the worst day of my life. And um, recently, she said something that I thought was really funny, because she's like, I'm really quiet and an introvert. You just don't even see it anymore. You don't even know. You can't, (laughs) you know, and but she's like in most situations. And I was like thinking back to all those years when I first met her. I was like, wow, that's right. She was kind of lurking (laughs) in the back, you know, but you forget. So I don't think it's just has to be the kind of person, maybe one of the people do. I don't know. But I think that you can be a quiet person and more of an introvert and still meet a friend in the most random of circumstances on the street, if you're just open to mm-hmm. people and make a little space in your life. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think also, you know, Instagram for me has been a really big connector because it takes the edge off. So it's like maybe if you have somebody in like a friend circle or something and you're like, I think I could get along with this person, but like I don't really know how to approach them in real life. And then you kind of ease in, you're following them. Um, have some sort of layer of safeness by, you know, just like sending a message to somebody and kind of testing the waters to see how receptive they are um, or how much space they have in their lives for somebody new. Because the reality is too, sometimes people just don't have the space for new friends. Like, and I know that sounds crazy, but they're kind of at their bandwidth for like being able to keep tabs on, on, you know, in a close enough way. So, um, but I think, you know, if you are if you are recognizing that, like, hey, I don't really have anybody to confide in or share things with or just even have zero depth, a friend can be very fun and surface level. It doesn't have to, you know, whatever you, you feel like you're looking for, like you can find it, you know, start small, I guess. It's so true. Even, even if you just want to go do something, a museum you wanted to see or something you wanted to do, then a friend at work you know, who's you're not even very close to, it could just be a way to experience something with someone that you might not end up going to do alone. Though I love doing things alone, too. Yeah, totally. Like, maybe that's a great test. You know, if you have an exhibit you really want to go to, buy two tickets. Mm. Go see a movie together. Very low pressure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so true. If you've been listening long, You know technology isn't our strong suit. Thank goodness for Mackie. Since 1989, Mackie's been a worldwide leader in audio innovation with built-like-a-tank reliability, 
in live sound and studio settings. Now they've brought their legacy into a new era and into our studio with the DLZ Creator. DLZ Creator is an adaptive digital mixer that enables creators of all levels to quickly get pro results for podcasts, YouTube, and live streaming, utilizing its mix agent technology. A virtual assistant helps with setup and automates functions, making your editing life that much simpler. Visit Mackie.com backslash DLZ to learn more. Well, I think, I guess I was thinking about, oh, I don't have that many new friends, though I do have some, but also you. I mean, mm-hmm. it's been a couple of years now, but I messaged, I just slid into your DMs. That's what it said in the article too, to do, just try <laughs> test the waters. Yeah, I think it's like, I love that. I think it's great because it's a way that you're kind of, you're getting to know somebody. It's almost like your friend dating, watching them on social media. Of course, it's not always a clear depiction of who they are, but you can get a pretty good gauge, like somebody's sense of humor. Um, I don't know, just like what they're into. Interests. And like you're posting, you know, poetry and like a little more mystical stuff. And that's mm-hmm. definitely <clears throat> what I appreciate in my circle. <laughs> and so you can see if you align. Yeah, because sometimes when you meet somebody or you see them in public, like you can't get the nuance. You don't really know how vast <laughs> that person is. <laughs> no. So you only see the tip of the iceberg. And some people show us, you know, um, I've been married for a long time. And I think about how Adam is actually an introvert. People might be surprised. And it's like just on the surface, you just see truly like the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. And then underneath, he's, it's like very, very vast and, and deep. And so... I feel like that's the nature of, of people. And so it's really takes time to get below the surface. But you said something interesting too about like, this is something that I've been learning to get better at is really prioritizing the people you connect with. I was going to say really like, but the people that you connect with more. And because sometimes there will be, you know, people who it's just a little bit easier in the, in the mom circle or in the school life or whatever. And but it's not the same joy, not the same connection, not the same um, energy that builds up when you're together. Maybe sometimes it feels like a drain of energy. And I think that's really important to be aware of because that might actually keep you from getting out more because you're just like, oh, it's kind of a drag. And so I think it's important to be aware of how that person makes you feel and prioritize the people who who lift you up, who are fun, to, who are more fun to be around, you know, because I think sometimes we just let ourselves get trapped yeah because the more you value those meaningful friendships the more you'll want to invest in them you know and don't feel guilty about canceling but it's because you really didn't want to go you know it's like find the meaningful energetic I guess I think of it as energy building and I think of when I first met Adam for example or you you know or like some of those people who you just can feel like you can build energy I guess is the best way to describe it it's like it creates its own oh self-propelled I guess is the and that's what I appreciate in some of my closest friendships it's like you leave almost feeling like buzz even if you know without (laughs) drinks or whatever and so that to me is something that I find maybe a lot because I'm an extrovert I don't know that I'm saying it I'm like isn't that just what extrovert is but there are other people who it doesn't feel that way the energy is not there for whatever reason not at any fault of anyone's and I think it's important to to notice that yeah yeah there's magic when you kind of like find your people and um 
I don't know. I, I get really addicted to that. I guess I have kind of like a addictive personality. I go really hard and hedonistically on things that make me feel good. Um, all the tourists, all the tourists, uh, my memes are... 100%. I'm like, this is a tasty cheesecake. I will eat the whole thing and then go make another one. Um, but I, yeah, I just like, I'm very into that. And I, when I find my chosen people, I want to be around them as much as possible. I want my family to be around them. I want to bring them into everybody's life and just, you know, so it's, it's hard, like you were saying with being like, okay, maybe we have to like cut the social activity down this week. It is interesting because I think the relationship dynamic plays a lot in that because Adam needs a lot of alone time. And so I will literally be like, oh, I invited all my siblings over this weekend. This <laughs> happens and to us too. Be, yes, because I'm the same. I would rather just do nothing and sit around and have them there. Or or, or I tell them, oh, they they invited us up. So we have to drive six hours on Friday after school. You know? <laughs> and it's just going to be fun. We're just going to sit in front of the fire. Yeah. And so I relate to that for sure. But it, life short, it's better together. It's so true. And But I, yeah, I... I empathize with that because I have gotten better about recognizing preemptively when I'm pushing it. <laughs> he needs more space, I would say, than like the average person. And that's something that I respect. And that's why I will also be like, we will go and you can stay here and have the weekend to like have the house to yourself, which is such a luxury. He never gets to be here alone. I'm here alone all the time. He is never here alone. So, you know, you keep the dog. We're going to go and, and like see everybody and you can just write and lay on the couch. Do the things that I talk about as my guilty pleasures because you don't get those. Yeah, it's Take so true. That's, yeah, just respecting the difference and, and but uh, respecting your own need, you know, to be like, I could do this every weekend. I'm not going to make you do it every weekend. And not taking it personally. If you want to have really beautiful times, you have to have the downtime and the recovery period. So yeah. Mine is just way less. <laughs> You're like 20 minute nap, take a quick shower, ready to hit. Sometimes road. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to manage this. Like I'm like to a show, for example, I'll invite like 25 people from different like pockets of life. Cause I'm like, I'm so excited. I'm here. I want to see everybody. But then you're like, but how do I get any time with anybody here now? Yeah. It's interesting. Our group of friends here that every year, the guys do a trip to the um, mountains in North Carolina and that's their big one thing. And it's a huge deal. And they like cater meals. And it's all this like big planning events. And the women have done it once. And they these guys have done it like 15 times. And this reasons for that, it's harder for the moms. There's always someone breastfeeding. There's always stuff going on, you know, in our lives that maybe would preclude getting away. But it's funny because then we joke because we do something like twice or three times a week. And so it's like, the, <laughs> but we are planning constantly, always these like dinners, these outings, these events, these um, whatever, and they have their one big amazing. <laughs> so if that like kind of so shows, true. you know, like the level of communication or, or planning, but maybe that's just, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I'd be curious to hear from the guys who have like an active group chat yeah. that is like planning weekly things or they're out there. I don't doubt, but. I don't know. Yep, so, I want to merge our group chats. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm the one who's like, <laughs> looks at my phone and there's 100 messages and I just throw it in the garbage. I am 100% the weakest link in the group chat. Too. Yeah. Same. I want to be better. 
I'm the worst. And that and I never know what's going on, but that's kind of the joke. And so I just <laughs> never know. You know me, that's just generally true anyway. So I cannot. I will always show up for yes. the most part if I can, but I just I cannot always be available. It's hard. Like I'm I have a deadline coming up, which I've probably mentioned a bajillion times, but it's so all consuming right now that it is just like I have seven to pick up. I'm pretty much staring at my computer. Yep. I'll be the party, but I don't want to be the party planner. Yeah, that's so true. I love hosting too, which helps keep maintain the friendships too, because on Saturday nights, we, want, we call it bad TV Friday, even though it's on Saturday. And, and I'll host every Saturday. I don't care. They can come over and watch Golden Bachelor, whoever wants to, we can cuddle on the couch, love it. you know, and if Adam's gone particularly, because he does not want to watch Golden Bachelor <laughs> and I don't believe him. <laughs> so which but he's gone a lot you know on especially on weekends because they've been doing a lot of flyaways and so my house is open and I I just love it that's a really actually a point the last point I know we're wrapping up our husbands are gone a lot so it's a lot easier to have like maybe more um close relationships so true that's a good point especially if you're hosting not even easier but like necessary mm-hmm. because otherwise I would just be alone Yes. you know, the whole week without, you know, and so it's nice to say, come over to my house, come talk to me, you know, bring a pizza and I'll make a salad, you know, that kind of thing. So that's true. It lifts you up and it's like exercise. You don't want to do it some days and then you do it and you feel better and you realize how vital it is to your life. Yeah. Yeah. The articles actually mention like the neurotransmitters and the chemicals that are released and the feelings that it, it offers you and, and that not just feelings but like real physical health uh, benefits so it's holistic i love it well when i come to charlotte on the fancy plane we're gonna be ready i'm coming to all your events i don't care i'm getting on this group chat you'll meet everyone you'll run the group chat (laughs) you'll be added to the birthday calendar (laughs) what if we merged the two for our book club oh that's a good idea i loved your friends i met i don't know most of them you did i know yeah, so we can, this is how it starts. That's a really good idea. And then we go to a retreat together. Yeah. In Maine. In Maine. <laughs> Who knows? You never know. My gosh, I'm not lying. These are group chats. And they're just everywhere. Taking I can't. Over I had to phone. silence. I've gotten 15 messages. I'm also so one of those people that, that sends like 47 text messages instead of one. And so are the majority of my friends. And so it's just like, you know, thank God for the like reply button now to yeah. text messages. Otherwise it's just chaos. Still chaos. I, I think the reply only works if everyone has an iPhone. And one of my friends is like the, the holdout. <laughs> You're out of the group chat. <laughs> I know that's what one of my, one of my other friends is like, it's really annoying. And then when you, when it's not all iPhones and you like or heart something, it, makes its own text that says someone liked her oh it's chaos it's extra chaos yeah no i can't live like this that's got to be a whatsapp gotta move it that's what i do with my siblings it's it's easier well we've learned a lot today um mostly that we have a fear of being alone (laughs) oh yeah that's the flip side of the coin i guess yeah, people will be like, I actually love being alone. I love it. I love going to dinner alone. I love going to the movies alone. I, that's the thing is it's like, it's, it's both. Humans are complex. 
And I'm sure there's many episodes where we're both like, I am tired of being around anyone. I just want to yeah. be alone. But right now, maybe it's because of October. Maybe it's because yeah. the weather's nice and you're working on your book. Oh, yeah. I- I'm going to go do that now. I'm going to do that some other time. But <laughs> <laughs> you're going to do it. It's going to get done. All right. 